Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we are here with Robin and her son from the McMillions documentary. This is crazy. I can't believe we're actually here. When I was watching that documentary, I did not think that there was a chance that I would actually be having you guys on the podcast. I can't believe I'm here, man. This really? Is awesome. I like feel like you jumped out of my phone. I watch your stories and stuff every day. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so cool. That's tight. That's like the best thing I could possibly hear. Um, okay, so I, I guess I would kind of like to start before the documentary even happened. Like, did you think, did you expect that this was going to happen, that at some point you were going to be able to tell your story and that the whole world would be paying attention? Um, I knew we were going to be indicted at some point. Right. But as far as telling the whole world, uh, no, I didn't. Right. I just thought they would have saw me in handcuffs and heard it from John Ashcroft. Right. And, and this, But this was all the way back in 2001 when you got indicted. Right. By John Ashcroft. Right. That's what I thought was going to be it. Right. And it must have just been like a crazy um, thing to have something that happened 20 years ago. But then all of a sudden now the world knows your face. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, I didn't even think we were on the radar again. Right. So, um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, because the story, like I've read a few articles about the story mm -hmm. over the years. But then to have it fully just put on display in such a in such a high quality way for the world to see, I mean, it's 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 got to be a weird thing. Like, were you dealing with people realizing that you were involved with this whole storyline for years prior to this? Like, obviously, this is it being blown open on a huge mainstream level. But I imagine that over the years, uh, this has had to have affected your lives, or were you getting to the point where nobody was talking about it because it had been so long? Well, we got to that point, mm -hmm. but at the beginning, um, of course, I lost family members. Could you just scoot away from the fence a little bit? Sorry about that. The fence is kind of oh, loud. Okay. When you, yeah, sorry. Um, of course, at the beginning, I lost family members. You know, money's good. When money's not bad, everybody gets in trouble. Right. You lose family members. So, other than that, um, no, I did not expect this <laughs> to come out again. Right. What was and what was the process of actually doing the documentary like? Was it just like a couple of long sit-down interviews? No, actually, um, I was approached by uh, Jeffrey Mesh, mm -hmm. and um, he hit me up on Messenger and asked me if I was the Robin Colombo married to Gennaro Colombo. Right. And of course, I said yes. And then um, I get a call from David Clawins, a producer, uh -huh. and we talk for a while. And he says, would you like to do a movie? So I said, yeah. 
you're you, so you didn't have any sort of qualms about putting being a part of it from the yeah. beginning. You were like, no, let's do it. Yeah. Because there's a few people involved in it that, mm -hmm. particularly the the other Jerry, who wanted nothing to do with it, weren't willing to have their face on camera at all. Which, mm -hmm. after seeing how this has all gone down, you're like, oh, of course he would make that decision. That makes a lot of sense because now everybody involved in this is famous, and he seems like somebody who doesn't want to be famous. When you look at it now, are you kind of like? Damn, maybe I should have stayed in the shadows there. No, no. He's, um, I'm sure he's not cool that it all came out, but I knew he would stay in the shadows. Right. Yeah, he was one of, the, he was that type of guy. Right. I mean, he was like a cloak and dagger kind of guy, mm. you know. Okay, meet me over here, and then not there, now pick me up over here, and kind of thing. But when you're a gangster, there's always a part of you that kind of wants everybody to know how clever you are and what this big scheme you thought up was right no no <laughs> for, for some percentage of gangsters there's a point where they want the world to know exactly what they've no, done no. to make all this money no no? This. no because you don't want to lose it right but now that it's been gone for all these years yeah. and stuff it, 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 it sucks right <laughs> but do you think do you think of yourself as sort of abiding by that kind of gangster mentality or has, has that just sort of dissipated into the back of your mind over the years because there is this code of silence that would kind of prohibit you from doing a documentary if you were still actively well, about that life right i thought that but when the uh feds when the feds hit me with it um, when I did that code of silence, uh, I'll get back to you. That's not how it works. Right. Uh, no, not at all. They already know way more than you know. Mm. And so um, then um, when they were going to change my custody level and these guards go to take me away, I go, wait, wait, what, what, wait, hey, we get I need to go talk to these FBI. We got to just scoot okay. you away from What's the fence. Sorry, I don't know why we have this fence here. It's starting to seem like a crazy idea. <laughs> no, it's good. Okay. Just, just, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of iconic. It is kind of iconic now, right? The fence. Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't prison? had the fence for a while. <laughs> yeah, we got the fence. I didn't think of it like that. You know, yeah, yeah. We didn't have the fence at camp. But right. <laughs> okay. Started off with one. Right. But so, okay, so you decide to do it. So your prior assumptions that you would never want to talk about criminal acts on camera those just sort of went away pretty quickly once the feds started talking to you oh yeah exactly um once the feds started talking to me i told them to give me their card and i'd get back to them uh -huh. and so they went to leave and all of a sudden because i'm at work release the uh lieutenant comes says, come here colombo uh we're shackling you and you're going to prison under investigation i said wait wait what what and he said, come here. I said, oh, no. Right. I ran to the door, and I kicked open the door. And I said, hey, you, come back here. Come here. Mm -mm -mm. So they came back, and I said, okay, exactly what do you know? Right. <laughs> Just to kill some time, because I knew where they were going to take me. Uh -huh. So I killed about 10 hours with them. So you didn't have anybody that you were worried about you Getting know, busted. killing you because you talked to them? Um, no, I was in the safest place you could be. Mm -hmm. I was in prison. Right. Um, but it was already, you could tell, I didn't spill the beans. Right. I was indicted for it. Uh-huh. You know, if I had been the one that spilled the beans, then I would have been in the background. They right. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even been talking. Once they already know the whole scheme. When they know, scheme. they know. Yeah, they had a poster. 
of uh, Uncle Jerry in the middle, and here I am connected to Uncle Jerry, you know, and then they had all these other little bubbles. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Did you have any uh, qualms about being involved with all this whole thing, or you think well, anything bad could come from it? I mean, I was really just a little kid at the time. I know. know. That's what's I crazy. You're like a no infant idea. in the actual Literally. show. You know, I had no idea. Um, I was kind of sheltered, you know, a lot of my life, and I didn't understand why for a while. Um, but then I did understand because now all this coming out. Right. So I see why they kind of kept me away from everybody. It's weird because it's it, weird though. It, it just seems like such a fun scam. It's not like, you know, like like everybody can see why it was so captivating. You know, I was a kid doing my paper route and, you know, <laughs> stealing those. Th there was a lot of fraud going on in general, too, because me and my friends, we would do the paper route. We would steal the McDonald's things and there was we, we would end up with a couple hundreds of those each. So I was like, there's fraud going on at all different levels of this scam. We were the paper boys and we were cheating the system, too, I guess. Oh, yeah, there's more frauds than you know. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's more that they don't oh, even know yeah. about on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to smoke weed. The only reason I, I stopped, mind you. I currently smoke fish, <laughs> <this>, yes. <laughs> the only reason I stopped smoking was because it was making me gain too much weight. Really? Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously there's not a lot of height to me. So smoking weed and getting too fat kind of looks like you take a garbage can lid and just crunch me down here so <laughs> right. I had to choose my battles here hmm, do I get fat or smoke weed which one I've, I'm so. not gonna lie I have gone through long periods of time in my life where I ate like incredibly strict and worked out really hard and weed was the only thing that kept me going like I'm not eating Oreos but I am smoking a lot of weed that's my dilemma I'm on right now with soda do mm. I drink soda or do <laughs> I eat Right, because it's like you need that one. You need one Spice, thing to sort of align. That one thing to that you want to keep. Right, caffeine does it for me too. Yeah. it's like it keeps me super about. wired all day. Yeah. I know it's not good for me, but at right. least it keeps me not thinking about food as much. Right, exactly. Right. For me, yeah. it's dabs. Dabs. Ah, oh, my kind of guy, I'm right here. <laughs> Dude, my Xbox name is Dab and Dad. Oh I mean, my if God. that says anything, I love dabs and I love being a dad. That's I mean, like, it's the best thing. Wait, how old are you now? I just turned 25. Okay, and how yep. many kids do you have? Just one. She'll be three in a couple months. Wow, my first one is uh, being released in months, about right? six weeks, I oh, think. Six yeah, weeks. yeah, wow, it's coming soon. right up. I knew it was coming, man. That's she, awesome. She Congratulations. Could blow it any minute. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Any it's tips? awesome to congratulate you in person. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what really, do I need to know? Like, what's the biggest change? For me, it just came day by day. Yeah. Really. Um, and we read some of the books, like the what to expect when expecting and the basic stuff. Um, but it just came day by day and it just comes naturally. Right. I was super scared until that same day. Really? And then like she was born and it just clicks. Right. It's awesome. Because it's, you know, it's, it's built really cool. into your fucking body. Like, it literally you know, this is. This is what you're supposed to be yeah, doing with your life. It literally is. Bro. All these video games, no all these worries. smoking dabs, it's fun, but it's like yeah. you're not biologically designed to do that. Right. Yeah, like I don't even drink. I don't do anything, bro. I just smoke dabs. Mm. That's it. But I love being a dad. Right. Yeah. Respect. Awesome. You have any qualms about your kids smoking so, many, so much weed? You know these dabs. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never tried that. You never did that? No. Okay. Mm. That might be for the best, yeah. honestly. But um, as far as weed... Because it is coming more acceptable and it's helping so many people like with cancer, glaucoma, right. um, and he was going through depression and yeah, it it's saved my really, life, it's sure. really helped him mentally. And so I'm glad that it's helping him like that because I was going to psychiatrist for help. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke okay. <laughs> just smoke weed yeah. how dare you <laughs> right you know I mean 
and they're always giving you a different cocktail. You never know what you're going to get, right. you know? So that worked for him and okay. I'm glad. Let, let me ask you this. What the first time that you appeared in the series, cause it's, I think episode two, two is when you first pop up. Mm-hmm. What was the next day on the internet? Like for you after that came out? You know, I, I'm not a, I really don't. Not a scroller? No, not really. Actually, people were just calling me mm. and saying, no, oh, did you see this? No, not that. Well, you need to watch this. You sure I need to see that? <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a point where it's got to go past like, oh. Yeah, I've seen some stuff, but, of course. But there's a moment where it's like, oh, a bunch of my friends know about it. And then there's a moment where you realize, oh, no, everybody has seen know this. Everybody, it. like short of Tiger King, pretty much everybody has seen <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah, it did get to that point. Right. Absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, I would be at Lowe's, Walmart at the bank, whatever, and people come, ah, there's her if I make millions. I'm like, really? God, I should have did my hair, you know, because right. they want a picture. Mm. And um, unless it was a person that, oh, make millions, you know. Oh, you've had people be sort you of know, snooty to you. Just one. Really? It's like, oh, no, you wouldn't have done it. Or you weren't asked. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. You think it's the red hair? That I feel like if your hair was black or something, that you they might be able to... got along better with it. Yeah, the red hair is like your signature thing now. It's like yeah. you're a superhero. I love it. Red everything. Red everything. Yeah, that's like my couch. favorite color. You ever heard Curtains. of the Bloods? Mm, I've heard of them, but I'm not with not them. Not interested in joining? <laughs> love red. <laughs> no. Nah. Well, they like red. That's what nah. I'm saying. Uh, you know? No. You ever heard of 6 9 no. Oh my God. Mm, okay. Mm-mm. That's probably no. good. <laughs> Dude, he's on benches everywhere. What? Yeah. This is my I first mean, time out here, so I'm not. I've been in Missouri this past year. Right. Crazy. Imagine Small you world. just live in a neighborhood and like all of a sudden the the bus bench has this guy all over it, and you're just like, this is my neighborhood. I've been here my whole life. You got this guy staring back at me every morning. I saw a video of him. I think it was this morning, uh, like handing out CDs. Right. Like it's just a stack of them, not even in CD cases. Yeah. Just on the you, corner. You got to troll people, through the pain in this day and age. People like, were even like, yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> if it hurts, it don't matter. You still got to just troll. You got to yeah. just try to fight through the pain. You know. That's what it is. These <laughs> Pretty days. crazy, bro. I guess. Okay. So, but how has your life changed since the the show came out? Though, like, do you do you feel awkward about going out in public in general? No, not at all. It's not that because bad. Because you know what. This is how I feel. There's maybe a minute people that hasn't actually broken the law. Mm. Some way or another, somebody's done something. They just haven't been caught or they're lying. Mm. You know, I don't care what it is. It could be something minor, but they've broken the law somehow. Right. So, um, yeah, it didn't even cross my mind that you would feel bad about having been involved in that crime. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, I mean, who's uh, who would not who would not do it? Come on. Exactly. A million dollars. Somebody's got to win it, especially when somebody is coming to you and they're saying they're, they're not exactly like phrasing it in such a way that you realize how it's going to go down in the future. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody came to me and said they have this ticket, it's just not going to occur to me that this is going to come back to get me in the ass or that the FBI is going to end up caring about it. It's like now when you watch the documentary, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that shit was extremely illegal. And I can completely see why everybody got in trouble for it. But I mean, after it, you've gotten so much money. Right. And in the moment, though, it's just got to feel like, all right, this is I'm just hitting a lick. How could they ever prove this? <laughs> and you did. Right. Still. Still. I feel like the payments are so small that they have to make back. They didn't. though. Well, what do you mean? You know, like at the end when they say, they, oh, you this didn't person make, had to you make. You couldn't make. I mean, for example, they expected me to pay almost $2 million back. 
Right. Like, but it's like fifty dollars a month for I said, Mark, fifty years. You know, Mark <laughs> and Devereaux, the prosecutor, he and I got on first name basis. Right. You know, I'm like Mark, really? You know, I can I can't pay you two million. You know, I didn't get to. I know, Mrs. Colombo, that's not the way it works. I'm like, well, it's a good thing because I can't pay you two million dollars. But are you on the fifty dollars a month type payment plan until uh, next year? Next year? Yeah. How much have you paid? None. No. Wait, what? <laughs> Explain. Well. <laughs> you got to be paying them something, right? What if, you, if you don't pay them. Well, okay. <laughs> this is dollar. how that worked out. <laughs> You're making it seem like the FBI is a fucking joke and that they just hand you like a joke payment form. Like, yeah, you can pay us listen, if you want. If not, listen, whatever. You're so still many, off at this yeah, time. Sorry. Listen, You're not going to jail. It's fine. Whatever. Listen, so much happened between me and the FBI. Um, and even the U.S. Marshals, we were like on first name basis mm. um, because we became actually friends, believe it or not. Um, I actually chased a federal agent and my prosecutor down a hall screaming at him. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Over my son. Um, Why? What did he try to do? They, well, was I wasn't allowed to contact him. Um, they were protecting him um, because they got this big case. So I wasn't allowed to contact him because right. the Columbos had him, you know. And anywho, um, the reason I didn't have to keep paying the $50 was I would have been on probation three months after getting out of federal prison, right? Because it was a paper crime. Three years is what you get automatically uh-huh. um, when you come out. Well, I was in the halfway house, and um, I think the Super Bowl was in Jacksonville that uh-huh. year in 05. And I was coming home from work, and this young girl decided um, they were having a party prior to me getting there. The guys, everybody, because the guys and the girls were all kind of together in one common area. And... Um, she offered me a drink or something, and I'm like, I just said goodbye to my daughter's father. He was dying. And so I really wasn't in my right head. But anyway, long story short, I took a drink, and she gets up and makes, does dancing and all kinds of crap. So they take us women and breathalyze us. Mm. Well, that popped up. So that's an automatic go back to jail. Just from drinking. Yeah, and not even much. But anywho, so I'm back in the the room and then she comes back I said you know that was messed up what you did she goes well you know nobody had told you you had to drink I said you're right there you're right I did that on my own well you know because I'm not a really tall woman and she was she took it upon herself to do this to me and I just slung her across the room and started fighting her you assaulted your probation she assaulted officer? no oh, no she, one of the girls that was living there oh okay okay and she started the fight and I didn't want to fight her. And I even pushed her. I said, you know what? You're not worth it. So I left her. And I went to the ladies' room, me and this other girl. And she came around the corner and jumped on my back. So I turned around, and I just slung her on the floor again. And I just started beating her. 
And I had rings on, and, of course, you know, that made a mess. Man, I would not want to get hit with those and, things. And <laughs> um, so they called the director of the, the uh, halfway house, and he gets there, and he calls me a bully. He said there was four women jumped on her and all this, and he found out it was me. And he says, get off my property in 30 minutes. You have to go home. So I went home, and I had to keep going to court before I knew it was inevitable that I was going back to prison. Uh-huh. And um, then, of course, when the marshals see me, they're like, Columbo, what are you doing? We didn't think we'd see you. I'm like, well, hey, yeah. well, we heard you won. I'm like, yeah, did I really win? Did mm. I? Well, that's how my $50 got cut off. Really? Yeah, because I had to go back, and that null and voided my probation. So $2 million my- restitution gone? Well, I wouldn't say that. Now, if I ever come into that kind of money, they would get it. Mm, so if you did hit the lottery tomorrow, they'd be coming for they it. They probably wouldn't believe it anyway. They would probably have <laughs> it stopped and check everybody out. Have you been able to profit <laughs> off of this newfound notoriety in any significant way? Um. Well, I wrote a book. I've got a book out there. It's already out. It is. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wrote it years ago, but, oh, I, okay. but I revamped it up to date. That makes sense. Yeah. And... Um, no, I really haven't made a whole lot of money off of it. Be- I don't really want to get into that, the the reasons why, but who knows what will mm. happen. Is it that you don't want to bring in money because you're just no. going to have to give it all away? Nope, no. that's not it at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Just messed up people. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of people you can't trust out there. So. Oh, so you've in the business. tried to work with people that didn't really work out with? Right. Interesting. Yeah, so, um, Yeah. So I'll see about that. How do you feel about the way you were presented in the documentary, in the show? You know what? It's, it's, um, actually, James and Brian did a phenomenal job, I think. They were the directors. They're awesome. They really are awesome guys to work with. They really make you feel comfortable. There was just one episode that was not on the air that I literally wanted to jump on somebody and, um, I guess that's why it wasn't on the air. Really? And I couldn't get the mic off or anything, so... I, I was waiting for it, like, at home, watching it live, like, waiting for it to happen, and it never happened. And then you realized like, oh. it was cut? What, what, it was cut, What yeah. actually happened you, that well, they misrepresented you? one of the girls um, sat on the front porch telling me, oh, I went to the IRS and told them I owed 50000 because we, I felt that, you know, Jerry left me with nothing, and I'm like... You made all kinds of money with Jerry. What, what is she talking about? Right. You know, these little there's so many fakers, a lot of them. But not going to go into that either. Um, so after you know, I sat there and thought about it. This going to watch my language here. Um, just told me that she told the IRS about this thing. So she goes, what was I supposed to do? I said, you get a lot, you get payment plan, like I did on a $40,000 IRS. You make payments. Right. You don't bring down the whole house of cards, you know. Not at, when you've profited from it for so many years, you're just pissed because he's gone. And there right. is no more. So... Interesting. Yeah, because at the end, it sort of like revealed that uh, the the mother, the grandmother, My was grandma. actually I, yeah. the one who snitched. I, kn- I knew that. So I you knew, knew all along. Mm-hmm. You assumed, or, I, or I knew, or did the documentary basically like no. fill in? Was, was there anything that you learned from the documentary about this whole way this went down that was new to you? 
that um, Frank Colombo, the youngest son, tried to act like he was such a good brother, you know, and good person and right. all this. When he is, uh, he was never even at our house, maybe two times. Really? The whole time we were together. He's not associated with the family the, at all. At all. Really? No. Yeah, he just no, wanted a piece of, of fame. Wow. And he, he's just so full of crap. So I even can't. a part that really bothers me is when he says that he was the only one in the room when my dad passed away, which I wasn't there myself. <laughs> I was in the hospital know, so. myself. But she was there. My grandmother and my grandfather were there holding his hands, you know, yeah. until the last like beep, you know, and they tell me that and they cry about it. And like, I don't see why they would lie about that. Right. You know, and he was there definitely, but he wasn't the only one there. And just like little things like that, you know, and then to, to admit seem, to people on the show that he broke into my house while I'm in the hospital. Right. Looking for money. That's my money. What the hell are you doing? Right. You're going to call me a thief over the all the. I didn't couldn't watch all of him because I can't stand to look at him. Oh really? It's like yeah. That. Yeah. So, but I was told he was calling me a thief and all that, and um, then I'm like, but didn't you say he broke into my house? Which I already knew he broke into my house looking for money and said he found tickets, right. which he did not at all. Jerry had wrapped that. I tried to talk to him recently, okay. like with right before the show aired, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, I know the show's coming out. Um, anything wrong with me? Like with you? It's not to do with the family. Like I still love you guys. Blah blah blah." Uh, and then he just blocked me. Blocked yeah. you? Straight blocked. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, dude. And like he did help me out for a little bit, and I did live with him for a while when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. And uh, and then I like I think really it was like smoking weed and like stupid shit like that. That pissed him off. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. he wanted me to be a certain way, and I don't know. I think it really came down to more of the family stuff. Uh, we just couldn't get along, but I still had no problem. I was like, "Hey, just so you know, there's no beef with me," and he just blocked me. Yeah, so Jeff whatever. Like, I really heart. don't care, you know. Right. I just, whatever. <laughs> you guys are making me really thankful that my family is so boring in comparison, <laughs> and probably has been involved in almost no organized crime. <laughs> and the grass isn't always greener, I guess. Type thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. I wish it was boring. <laughs> right. Oh man, that's crazy. Do you think that that scene was real when they showed that his kid was actually working at McDonald's? He does. I can conf- I worked okay. at the, that same McDonald's a few years back. That's pretty hilarious. Yeah, so like, I'm not gonna lie. I felt yeah. like it seemed kind of fake. Like, why is this kid walking in while they're filming? No, it seems that's a little too son. perfect. That's their okay. real son. That's their youngest son, Vinny. Uh, Vintonio. I've never yeah, met him. Vintonio yeah. sounds like a made-up name. Just right. Right. I know that's what we say. <laughs> that's because my husband always wanted a, a Vinny or a uh, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> After Francesco, of course. But, like, okay, let's torture this kid and give him the craziest no. combination name like, ever. R- him himself isn't really like Frank. I mean, now that he's older, maybe I haven't seen him in years, but he's a really smart kid. You right. Know, he's a cool kid. But they're just, they're different. Yeah, does, does growing up around all this stuff, because when you watch, like, crime movies, it's always, like, the kids want to get into what the parents were into or whatever. Is that had not had that effect on you where you're not really interested in the um, illegal side I of mean, life? I mean, Godfather and stuff like that, definitely number one movies. It just comes with it. I got Sicilian tattooed across See, my arm. Yeah, I just see, had to. What's the other one you know? Oh, man, I don't really know. Oh, some old school <laughs> graffiti type shit? Yeah, I don't know. I just got it because I thought it'd be cool at the time. What's it say? Flossin'? Fin- finessin'. Ooh, finessin'. Dollar signs, too. I know. Shout man, out Young Scooter. Nice. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Finesse. That's but dope. hey, at the time, whatever. No, it's cool. Fine. You know, I want more tattoos, though. I actually um, told Defector over there that if I got a no jumper tattoo, if that'd be okay with you. Since I came on the show, I would definitely get one. Let's go. I think it needs to be on the face, though. No, <laughs> no, that is the back, intense. the entire no, back. Then you're gonna, it's gonna be a World War Three with Mr. Colombo. Yeah, you know right. they don't have tattoos mm, or not facial that, right? hair. Yeah, you know they got their um, things there. You can 
you can kill people, you can do this, but you can't smoke, you can't have it's a tattoo. Crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They're big on respect, though. You know, it's one thing. They Loyalty did raise me a little different, respect, but they raised but me big on respect. Don't have a tattoo. So. And no. The reason I bring up smoke, because I used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And it was funny because we was at the house, and his dad was yelling at him, and my husband in, tet- in Italian. And then um, I was oblivious to it, and Jerry goes, let's go, Rob. And I'm like, what the hell? He goes... My father smelled smoke on you, so he doesn't want you around here right now. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I said, oh, 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 I can smoke cigarettes, but, I mean, you can kill people. I I can't smoke. Right. And then we just laughed. Or he laughed. Right. Yeah, it's a double standard, but, I mean, mean, (laughs) that's the way that that world is, though, huh? So different. you know. Yeah, I was grown mili- grown up, uh, brought up military. My dad was intelligence in the military. Mm. And that's what hurt the world. Seeing him on TV um, got to me the most because I would have never went to my father to have a ticket ever in life to break the law. Right. He was an upstanding man's man, intelligence, like I said, in the military. And when he called me, when I lived in South Carolina and said, I want the big one, I, I didn't say a word. I just said, okay. I didn't want to put them through that because I knew it must have taken a lot to even ask me. Right. So I just said, okay. So I went to Jerry and I said, give my dad my ticket. He goes, what the hell are you talking about? Right. That's your ticket. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to give it to my daddy. You must need it, you know, whatever. He's an idiot, you know, we went through all that and. Anyway, I gave it to my dad. But then when I saw him on the documentary. That's when I actually heard, like, shit, I kind of dragged you into this in a way that I didn't have to. Well, I don't feel like I dragged him. Hmm. But I just wish I would have. But how do you tell your dad no to a million dollars? Right. You just. It just hurt. Million dollars sounds pretty tempting, you know. It's very tempting. When you you think about where the average person's out in life, it's like that million dollars is like. Yeah. It'll make them do things that they would absolutely never even think about doing. Otherwise, yeah, especially sure. when it's just a little peel ticket away, you know? Yeah. It's not like you got to go. I used to see them. Jerry Lair, come look at this. I think it's pretty ridiculous how my dad's on the commercials, like the actual McDonald's oh, commercials. that almost cost his life. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, he almost lost his life due to that? Yeah. What do almost, you mean? Well, because he shouldn't have been on that commercial. Ah. Meeting people, you know, they guys with the tickets and then here he is on a commercial of it right yeah it's got to be uh but he had a somebody over it all panned out i bet in his mindset though he's like i'm a winner what that's how he that's how he felt he He was a a ham yeah like if you found a million dollars in the in a box on the ground. I'm sorry, I would take it. I'm, hell yeah, yeah, I'm taking it. And I'm not going to act like it's a big deal. I'm not going to act like I did anything wrong. I'm just going to. Who, gonna, did, who right. does this belong to? <laughs> yeah, oh, hell no. You hear yeah. about that sometimes? Look, People he found yeah. a wallet with loaded full of money in Walmart. That was very right? little, for the record. Me, <laughs> me, him, and my mother in law, right? Uh-huh. And she's like going through this thing now. Oh, we got to teach him the right thing. I'm like, now? Really? Right. He's got a wallet full of money, Mom. And um, I'm like, yeah, and I'm feeling like this. And he ran before we could do anything about it and gave it to this guy that you knew it wasn't his money. What? Yes. He gave it to the wrong guy? Yes. Were you like five so or something? I just yeah. ran no, out to some seven random or eight. dude. Okay. I was like, hey, here, this is your wallet, right? And we He's knew like, oh, it wasn't yeah, his money. <laughs> it wasn't even his money. Right. At least I should have got it. Or me and Ma, you tripped. 
you know, it doesn't matter. Could have got like a happy meal out of it or something. I don't no, know. No, you'd have got a little more than a happy meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, maybe you would have got a happy meal. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you get a happy meal, we'll take the rest of it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I've definitely been in that position where you like find 50 bucks on the ground and it's like the best day of your life. What you do you know, do? You might have made a lot more than that doing something else that day. Yeah, but, but you know. Something yeah. about finding it on the, the ground or stealing it Damn, that just feels hey. good, you know? The rush. You steal a candy bar from 7 Eleven, I guarantee you it's going to make more good chemicals flood into your brain than yeah. if you go buy the candy bar and eat it. I know. Unfortunately. It's weird how that works. I know that. You know it for a fact. <laughs> I told you we had the great. Well, I didn't tell you. What, the M&M? Yeah, see, I used talk to about smoke the M&M? weed. When, oh, yeah. Yeah, when he was little. Right. But I, I couldn't smoke it until after I put him to bed because I'm not one of those weed smokers that can go on about their day. Really? I When I smoke weed, I need to be, okay, ready, give me my <laughs> comedy movie, whatever I'm doing. Comedy movie? Yeah, I have to have comedy. Really? Down with what I'm going to laugh with. I don't need any distractions. And let's go. He's in bed. And um, so, anyway, I would always try to fall asleep before the munchies came on. Mm. But then I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would hit his treat drawer. It was Reese's and Minute um, Cup, Reese's Cups. You're so high, you hit the kid's treat drawer. Yes. Raid the, yes. the Halloween so stash. Wrong, no, so it wrong. was his own treat drawer. I respect it. I'm gonna, I'll do that to my kid. I'm gonna buy you more tomorrow. Don't worry. Oh, it yeah. was horrible. <laughs> when he asked for a treat. Yeah, you something. gotta say the whole thing too. I like will. I'd wake wait, up. And, wait, well, mommy one, treats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jerry goes. You know, you you sound like a freaking rat down there. I've been eating old papers, you know. And then I fell asleep one night, and his armpit and chocolate he's like what the f- robin what the hell there's chocolate everywhere i'm like oh, oh you got oh, chocolate in his, his armpit. armpit that's how aggressively you were eating the candy <laughs> yes that sounds almost impossible that's I incredible know, i know wait there's more then there was bubble gum then he had to shave his armpits what kind of gangster am i gonna not have hair under not have hair under my armpit you know right anywho so he takes me downstairs he goes okay look Opens the freezer. He says, did you see this in the freezer? And it was a gray M&M wrapped in foil. Uh-huh. He says, do not freaking eat this. Right. And I'm like, why? He goes, it's 50000 freaking dollars. Right, because that was a promotion they yes. used to do, right? Yeah. The gray M&M. Yeah, we so had it. How did he get the gray M&M as well? The same way he got the McDonald's tickets. What? Had he lived, this would still be going on, trust me. Because as we know, they wanted him, so the story got told. Right. But had he lived, the story would still be going on, and I would soon be winning clearing house. Wow. So, so yeah. you'd still be hitting licks off of the shit. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I respect it, man. That's how it is. I'm, I mean, how, I just still don't understand how you like got I'm the... It's like I'm going up and saying, hey... Give me that ticket right Like, what, now. do they keep the prizes from McDonald's at the same place that they keep the M&M prizes? Or? No, it's no, kind of no, no, no. And how no. does someone not, like, make a fake gray M&M? I feel like I could make a fake gray <laughs> M&M. Think, right, I thought the same yeah. thing. You know, this I do. Maybe bad. it has some kind of glow underneath a light or something. Right. But did he know that? I'm sure he knew okay. everything, you know. Right. There had to have been right. other right. things, Because yeah. your dad was your dad. He could always think of anything, you know, kind of. Hmm, how to make money. And had he could have cloned that, he would have. 
Trust me, we would have had great M Ms everywhere. But like, you're supposed to want to be your dad, right? I know. But and is listen. there a big part of you doesn't really care about being a criminal mastermind? Well, of course, it's in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of it in the back. It's in there. He's had his. And I've had my little moments. I have a background, you know, but I don't really talk about it anymore because I just I from like, dude from like 18 to 21, I just turned my brain off. Didn't really care. I didn't have anything to really go for, so I didn't care. Mm. And I, oh, I was in and out of jail and stuff like that. Really? Um, but I'm not even like a felon. I just like a bunch of stupid stuff. Um, but then, like, I had a kid, and it was great. Really? Like, that changed everything? Literally, like, night and day. Like, just like it comes to you overnight, bro, it literally changed me overnight. Right. Um, but even, like, the pregnancy, I would say, changed me. Like, going to the doctor visits and stuff like that. Like, it's cool. Right. You know, hearing the heartbeat, picking out the names, decorating the nursery. Uh, it's awesome. Just, yeah. like, having something that's it's a bit a, more important that you have to. Awesome instantly, everything right. else didn't matter. Mm. Like, at all. That so, makes sense. It's cool. Yeah. She even does. My husband and I, when I was pregnant with him, I used to wear this onesie <laughs> pajamas, and I looked like a little bear, you know, because you're pregnant. So I, he says, God, you look like you're doing a little dancing bear thing, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. His daughter does this thing. She goes, I'm doing the dancing bear, you know. And I'm like, where the hell did you get that, you know. But she is so freaking adorable. She's beautiful funny um it's like she's got his personality yeah. she's all without over my instagram Name's yeah Lila. without the the criminality because yeah. <laughs> right. she can't she's stand awesome. anything to go like me i used to tell jerry please don't ever tell me you hurt anybody please right you know so you knew you just didn't really want to know no because i really expected like he was doing they have an underground key club in um hilton head Mm-hmm. That was all politicians and actors, which I won't name names. Right. Because these were, you know, well, they're good actors. And um, they also uh, stayed at the Taj Mahal. They had their own suites and stuff. And um, it was bedding, and <sighs> he had me snowed on a lot of stuff. But anyway, when I told him, please don't ever tell me you hurt somebody, mm. he was like, Robin, what do you think I do? You think I just go around here whacking people? Right. And I'm like, well, I don't know. He goes, Robin, if people get involved, he goes, it's not like I could just go whack them. He goes, you know, we, we talk to them. I'm like, you talk to them, huh? Right. I mean, that's what I would say if I was like a assassin who wanted assassin. to convince you. No, but I'm saying like if I wanted to convince you that like, yeah, you know, like these things happen, but like it's not like it happens all the time. We're going to talk to them first. You know, it's like I could just imagine sort of padding the there, there's just saying like, yes, this guy died. And then there's like adding all these extra layers of fluff to oh, it. Oh, I didn't picture. I didn't know. Realize he might have died. He I don't know. I mean, you tell me. I don't no, know how many people were killed. He told me he didn't. Oh, OK. He said he just took him for a, a drive. I'm just assuming car. he's lying, though, right? You I don't know. know. I don't know. At this point, I thought, <laughs> you know, Fuzzy Bunnies came up. So. Oh, speaking of Fuzzy Bunny, can I show you something from the Fuzzy Bunny? Of course. Cool. Yeah, 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 I brought I brought it along. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, since he was little when we found it. a couple it. things. So I got this one thing. I always, this is actually had in my wallet, you can tell because it's old, before McMillions was a thing. Uh-huh. I always kept it in my wallet because I thought it'd be funny if I ever got pulled over. I might have a chance if I had a get out of jail free card to give it to him and be like, dude, you <laughs> get like, you got to let No, that's not from the, the show. show. I've just had that like forever. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Chest. Yeah. Maybe he would laugh and let me go. Right. But these are from uh, my dad. I have a VIP fuzzy bunny card. This is wow. like, I guess what he got with the signature. And this was his. The Low Country's largest adult entertainment. 
Entertainment Complex. Fuzzy Bunnies VIP Gold 1995. Damn. Ask manager about the gold card monthly special. This card remains the property of Fuzzy Bunnies and can be revoked. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you have to do to get it revoked. Exactly. Oh, wow. Hell. This is his card, too? Yeah, man. Wow, from the Trop Poker Club. <laughs> he was a poker player? Yeah. Damn, I know that's a lot common. I'm playing a lot, right? Oh, I'll play yeah. in real life, too. That'd be oh, fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Damn, that's good. so he sick. He was actually good at it, too. Really? Look, we would be, when I went, a lot, I didn't go all the time because Frankie was so little, but when I did go, I would be like on, ru- on roulette because you got odd, even, you know, black and red, 50 50 chance. Right. Here he'd put 100 bucks on one number and. Here I'm putting five dollars on red, and I turn around and did I win? Uh-huh. <laughs> you did not turn around. You got five freaking dollars on there, right. you know? Yeah, you won. Oh yeah, you got ten dollars. Got a hundred and something in my pocket, but I'm happy over that ten dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll go a long way when you win. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let me ask you this: Do you feel like you can now sort of identify something about yourself, personality-wise, where you were attracted to this lifestyle at a young age that? Now, as an older person, you can look back at it and say, like, fuck, like, that was kind of crazy that I was behaving in such a way. Well, it's funny because I was dating a retired federal agent at the time when I met Jerry. Right. And um, comparing the two, eh, I went for Jerry. Right. Yeah. He was he was pretty boring. Right. Real boring. You wanted some excitement. Yeah, of course. Right. You know, I was young. Then I got a little more than I chewed off a, a few flags went up but i stayed <laughs> right wait it's not so bad but once you get in it's hard to get out um well it, yeah it, i could have no i could never but um you when, could leave. when you when you're born into that family uh-huh. you can retire like my father-in-law right but if you join you can never get out right because they're never going to trust you. Yeah, you got to exactly. go. Maybe yeah. if you moved to Mexico, you could like sort of fade into. They're not going to care anymore at some point. I don't know. Maybe it depends not. on what they've done and didn't know. You right. know, if it's still going on or whatever, you know. Right. Definitely. A lot of people think it's nothing wrong. You know that it's gone, but it's not gone. As long as there's stuff, to, money to be made on illegal things. But how how alive is this like? culture still like people always kind of say like oh there is no mafia anymore there is still or like like because it's kind of weird like i watch a lot of the sopranos lately we've been mm-hmm. re-watching the whole That's thing jerry yeah. tony soprano was jerry okay because it's kind of weird to watch it and be like man from my perspective it's kind of hard to imagine a world in which like 45 year old italian dudes are the ones <laughs> doing all the cool crimes <laughs> but they are Maybe not because in sou- Southern California. Do you know but why? <laughs> do you know why? Though? Maybe I don't know. No, because the younger guys do not. They have to learn that loyalty, right? And how to keep that mouth shut, because guys, young guys, getting into that, they want to brag. Mm. Hey, I just made this lick, you know. Right. Tell that friend, that friend. 
Some even that older comes guys with don't wisdom, mm. you know, with that. Right. That's why it was so long for them to, you know, get in. I just don't know if there's really like an Italian mafia out here in L.A. Like it feels like if somebody's so. if somebody's um, getting beat up for mowing the wrong lawn in no, L.A., it's probably like some yeah, just a, a kid or something. So I really wasn't raised like in that lifestyle. You know, like I said, right. I was kind of sheltered, but I did go to Sicily. Totally different lifestyle there. Really? Like guys in suits on the corner, mm. like oh, straight strap. That culture like is still super alive oh, there. Yeah. yeah, crazy. So different. Yeah. There's even a lady that comes down from the mountain and brings like bread and eggs from the village, and like it, it's it's awesome though. Wow. It's so cool. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I've got um, Mr. Colombo's story. He's finally told it. My grandfather. He's got some stories. Yeah. Really? Coming from us. Sicily, mm -hmm. and um, we've got to wait till February, but. Why February? Because, because of the documentary? Of, no, because of the person that I trusted with my book. Um, they trusted, and the contract's going to run out in February. Oh, okay. So then, but that's a hell of, heck of a story. Lots of stories. He's never told that to anybody. Really? He's always a real quiet guy. And he's happy to tell the story? It's not like one of these things where no. you're never supposed to talk about it? Or? No, because most of them are dead. Right. And... um Sicily. Man, his lifestyle started when he was five, uh -huh. like yeah. on the beach in Sicily, like 1940s, just getting chased like yeah. crazy, like by his dad. Yeah, by his dad. Just insane stuff. Do you watch, do you relate to Carmela? It's, no, because I didn't have that kind of camaraderie with women. Mm. What do you mean though? Like she had a bunch of are there women that, that in yeah, the family that, was that she was yeah, cool that's with? That's not true. Have, I mean, it could be true. They don't want the women associating with each yeah. other all that much. Mm -mm. Mm. Mm. Matter of fact, that was one of my big beefs with Jerry. I'm like, I don't have any friends, you know, because right. I didn't want to bring my friends from Jacksonville up there into that and then freak out. And um, the the cul-de-sac I lived in was a very nice place where we lived and. Uh, these were not my type of women, you know. You had a, the commander's wife, and you know they did ornament parties and cookies, bake set, big baking things, and right. I couldn't bake. So finally, I said, oh, "I'm going to go buy the cookies." You know, I went to the mall, bought the cookies, and everybody's going around the table tasting the cookies. And I'm, they're like, "Miss Colombo, how did you get so many chocolate chips in your cookies?" I'm like, "I went to the mall and bought them." They're like, "Oh my God, oh my God, you went to the mall, you went to the mall, did you hear that?" They couldn't believe it. No. Really? I had to get out of there. That's but wild. then there was a lady uh, from India, from uh, Queens. She goes, oh, I like you. I know you. I know you. Because she, she was did. allowed to go to the store? No, because <laughs> she was from Queens, and she'd heard of my name, and ah, so she was okay. re could relate with me. And she likes I like you. She goes, I don't like me doing that. I said, mm, I don't either. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, they were just so pretentious, you know. I mean, it's, if you want to control somebody, you just keep them locked away from other people that are going to like help them see what reality is right um yeah well i started seeing a shrink and i thought that was my thing okay i can start talking to him mm. you know now i can just talk until one day i came out of the bathroom i looked down the hall and my husband's having this deep conversation with the doctor like this and i know that look and i know that stance and it's just like I went nuts. I just ran down the hall and I jumped on him like a gremlin. <laughs> so the shrink was like was basically a setup by your husband yes. to be able to get all the information. Oh. No, well, kind of and keep me 
anytime I was like, you're so divorced, you're this, that, whatever, they would appease me, you know, with, um, let's, did she want a horse? Give her a car, give, give her a car, give her 15 grand, give her this, right. get her friends here, whatever, you know, fly her here. And, you know, it sounds like, ah, oh, you little spoiled brat, that didn't handle, happen for, you know, that didn't make you happy. Well, sometimes it did, yeah. but sometimes it didn't because in the end of the day, you're still alone, yeah. you know. And um, anyway, so I thought that doctor was me, me and him, you know, I could just talk to him. Right. And um, in reality, he was just writing a prescription. So when I realized that that was really his thing, I ran down the hallway and I leaped on him like a gremlin, you know, because he was a big guy. Yeah. And I'm choking him. He stands up. I'm still on him. I'm dangling from the floor. And here's the doctor going, Robin, let go of Jerry. Okay, okay. It's fine. Go ahead and leave Jerry, you know. And I sat on the couch and basically I had nothing else to say to him. Wow. I mean, what else? You must have really felt you couldn't trust anybody, though, Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck. It's like some Truman Show shit where everybody's just sort of working behind the scenes against you, huh? Well, it was. Hmm. Fuck. Yeah. That's scary. It was. Did you ever feel like they were going to kill you because no. you knew too much? No. You never felt like it was that mm. crazy? Mm. No, they were pretty big on not hurting women, children. Really? Yeah. Not like they're rushing. I mean, you know, others... I've heard that, but then I've also heard about a lot of girls getting killed because they knew too much. Well, you know what? It depends on what they did. Well, I did punch them in the face at the club, but... Um, no, ain't that bad, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's just, what I thought. That's lover's quarrel <laughs> shit, That's what right? I thought, too. They're probably all saying, ah, oh, that's just Jerry's wife. He'll t- take care of her. Right. You know? um, it just depends on... I don't know. I don't know what they... I didn't think I'd ever really cross the line except for... Maybe that would have been my big thing, is running in there, threatening them. Right. And punching them. I mean, I feel like if my girlfriend punched me in the face, we could get over it pretty quick. Yeah. It's a yeah. girl. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. It's not, she yeah. going to break my jaw. She breaks my jaw. It's a little awkward. Yeah, but, I you didn't know. break his jaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes with having a kid. I'm just saying. Mm. Just putting that up. Yeah, and I forgot <laughs> I even had him in the car still. I could probably think of shit that I've done that I would understand if my girl wanted to punch <laughs> me in the face. You know? Yeah, yeah. that was one of them. Right. Yeah. My girl threw a henny bottle at my head. Oh wow. It's Not intense. really. She threw it at the ground. But <laughs> uh, I, I've accused her of like you threw that henny bottle at me. She's like, I did not. I threw it at the ground. <laughs> oh, another thing that comes with having a kid is getting kicked in the face at night with like by your kid while you're sleeping. They'll yes. just decide to do that. Oh yeah, all night, bro. Like they could be because she like has her own room and everything, you know. Right. But always ends up in our bed. And even if she's like way at the bottom of the bed or wherever, she'll always end up way at the top on the pillow, like feet to the face all night. Just boom, boom, boom. Wow. Yeah, it happens. So get, get ready for that. Maybe I'm sleep scared. with some like pads. Right. Uh, it's helmet, at that point. Like a, yeah. a sparring match. Maybe. <laughs> my, uh, my guy Josh over here, he yeah. told me that a big part of it is they, they will just punch you in the, the balls. Yeah. Because yes. they don't know yeah, that that bro. hurts yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's something I'm kind of scared Everything. of. Especially if you get a big reaction because then they laugh and that's it from there. <laughs> Yeah. So if that happens, just hold it in the best you can, and it won't mm. happen again. Hopefully. Really. Hopefully. Make a I still can't even promise. Don't let them. F- don't let them. I've see tried that too. And she's still. She's up there. Yeah, she's oh yeah. She's it. up there. It's yeah. like magnets. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. Um, okay. So how are you planning on like really making something out of this? Like in terms of monetizing this, turning it into something? Like, are you considering doing YouTube vlogging? You start your own podcast. What's the idea? I've really seriously thought about it. Right. But um, 
You should help. I don't her know do if I get the audience for it. You know, I think we could do something together, or if I could do it, I don't know. Is it really audience? You think? I mean, I feel for like me, the McMillions thing was so big that if you could find an interesting way to like provide more information, I love people. Maybe like really, I'm a people person, right. you know, and I'd love to just talk to people all day. It'd be so cool. Yeah. So, you know the way you just said that—that that it was so what? big. I don't. Even, I don't, I guess I didn't watch enough. And I've lived in Missouri on, the past year, just because it's cheaper to live there. <laughs> so no one's seen it out there. So no one knows me out there. Oh really? Yeah, for real. What, like a few people. Hulu? I got uh, recognized at Walmart a couple times, but really? like a guy hooked me up with a cool phone. He was oh. like, you're the guy from HBO, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you work at this phone place? Like, let's talk for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and people love cool, him. Though. You yeah, know, but, because uh, he was a poor kid, you know, that had to grow up in it. I mean, people are fascinated by the women. They're fascinated by the kids. Anybody who's sort of wrapped up in the shit without necessarily having a good reason that they had to be. Well, you know what? When you just said it was so big, I really didn't realize it was so big. Right. I honestly did not watch it on... Um, YouTube and oh, okay. social media. Because I mean, I stay away from that stuff. I feel like every single person who works here immediately knew what I was talking about when I said Robin really? Colombo. They're like, really? her? <laughs> oh, really? So, I mean, I, I feel cool. like it's kind of, it's a thing. Oh. That's awesome. I guess we'll find out, though. Oh, we'll see where it goes. We'll see how far this podcast Actually, goes. Actually, um, you know, at the top, like yeah. every one of them. Because in the book that I wrote, it's not just about mob stuff. About a lot of stuff that I, as a woman, is, have actually been through. Mm. Devastating stuff that I'm surprised I'm still here. So, um, Defector. Defector. <laughs> and I and this other gentleman have um, been kicking around a nonprofit organization for um, women children and different things that maybe something good can come out of it that's awesome because um i've always said um i mean there's so much that i've been through that there's no way you can have a nonprofit for all of it mm. there's just too much i mean because there's some people that probably couldn't have walked two miles in my shoes it's not just about that i won that that I, well actually i didn't even get the ticket i gave my ticket away right but i went to prison for it I really yeah. want to like point out one specific person too, um, like from Instagram. Actually, she reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I'm a young mom. My husband just passed away a couple months ago from a car accident. My son is two years old. I just watched your show. Like, I really relate to you." She was like, "I'm in a dark place. Like, will you just talk to me?" And oh. I literally talked to her on Instagram for a couple of days, and like I felt like she related to my mom a lot. Like in that time, you know, I called my mom and asked her for advice, and was like talking back and forth yeah. for them, and um, it was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it was like I actually felt like I love helping people, man. Yeah, like me if I can do that, that's awesome. That is so. I've know? had a lot of women talk hug to anybody. Me and and uh, review. Thank you for sharing your story because I there's nothing I left out, not a thing. Mm. I bared it all, um, and I put it out there. And so a lot of uh, people, women mainly, thank you so much. I can't believe, you know, because I've been there. Not maybe everything, but I've been there. So it helps women when they think that they're the only one that's been through certain ordeals. Because I've been kidnapped. Um, in see. in this whole mafia yeah, type thing? Yeah. By enemies or by mm, people by on your own side? on the same side. Oh, boy. And Tell them the story they were about, so stupid. Though. You know, the one we talked about with when you got kidnapped with me. 
Yeah, you were with oh, yeah. me. He yeah. was with me. I was under being covered under a pillow. That's kind of talked about in McMillions. They talk, but they don't um, get really get into detail. He was he was standing by the bed, and I was screaming with a pillow over my face, mm. and they were threatening me because, um, of course, they wanted the mother to me be with my son, but they were just gonna keep me somewhere and feed me enough to keep me alive, and just say I went off and did drugs. So that would have been. You know, nobody would have been looking for me. I was just off doing drugs. Mm. And um, so, you know, I'm looking around, like, my surroundings. I'm like, do these idiots really just leave this door open? (laughs) So I grabbed my son, and I just ran for the door. And it's not funny then, but it's funny now. And, oh, that's one thing. You've got to have a sense of humor to get through life. Mm-hmm. You oh, really yeah. do. 100%. Because most of the crap that I've been through, I laugh about now. And I've made some kind of joke out of it. Mm. But I literally picked up my son and I just ran for the door. And then I could hear the goons behind me. And I looked in a, in a room because there was a room open. And this maid was uh, doing the bed, right? And I go... Call 911. And I heard, she heard, saw the, must have saw the guys after me. She goes, ah, Lord Jesus, you know. <laughs> and so here I go running. I get to my, my explore. I didn't have my keys. <laughs> you didn't have the keys, right. Were you carrying thank me? God. Or was yeah, I, like, I was running? carrying you. you I, I don't remember. I, I was like carrying you. But thank God she got to um, the police in time for the police to show up because, yeah, I didn't have my keys. Wow. But I did escape. And if you hadn't, things might have been pretty bad. Way different. God damn. Yeah. You definitely got a story to tell. Yeah. There's if that one. got left on the cutting room floor of that documentary, then that's... Oh, there's a lot. There's so much. Damn. Make millions is just a piece of me. Just scratching the surface. I feel like I got into detail about a lot of things, too. But they also did a really good job of portraying the good out of me. Like just the positive yeah, stuff, you know, and which is what I'm really about, you know, just positivity and things yeah. like that. So it's cool. They did a great job with that. They are, yeah. yeah so, and but there they, was a lot cut out mm-hmm. because it wasn't about. But there's so much too to the story. Like I see some comments are like, "Oh, I don't think it needed to be that long," but like it could have been longer. Yeah, <laughs> the six parts. Like as I kept getting deeper and deeper into it, like like the the moment when you first come on camera, it suddenly starts to make sense. Like, oh, okay, this is why we need a whole bunch of episodes because there's a shitload of interesting characters involved in this. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot, man. Yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I say okay, the same now thing. I can say anything. Oh, yeah, you, you can just say fuck. That. It's cool. Yeah, just say it a couple times to get yeah. it out. Fuck. No, I, that fuck. used to be my favorite word. Actually, not anymore. Nah. Okay. I'm I'm trying to stop cussing, but that's okay. Cut the vape pen. Quit smoking. I know. I'm so proud of her. Look at that. No more she smoking. Just cigarettes like yeah. crazy. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, because I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I say this as someone who just smoked a cigarette, but it's a disgusting habit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, people smell it on you now. And nowadays it's not socially acceptable. It is. When you see somebody bust out a big-ass cigarette, it does kind of stand out a lot. Like, oh, what this guy think he's a cowboy or something? <laughs> like, what the hell is that thing? Like, it just seems well, like it, so much. You know, in my 20s, I, I, um, I uh, was dating uh, um, Alan Collins of Skinner, right? Uh-huh. And so we clubs we went into, and I bartended, and we just partied, and you smoked smoking cigarettes everywhere, you know, in the clubs, everything. So right. it wasn't taboo. Now, if you even smoke one outside of a 
of a club, which I don't really go clubbing, but a restaurant, for example, people just yeah, you look at you like a piece of shit. Yeah. God, I can't believe you. When you watch thing. old movies and you see people smoking in restaurants, they make it look yeah. nice. It, it, but oh, it, it's weird. Like immediately, just stands out to you. Like you're blowing fucking smoke <laughs> in someone's oh, face yeah, while yeah. they're trying to eat a steak. What, what are you insane? What about a hospital? Oh, the hospital. Right. That's so crazy. They used to smoke in hospitals. Yeah. I bet they had vending machines with cigarettes in the hospital. Probably. Probably. Definitely. They had those everywhere. Oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. And you're a kid. I don't remember that. So it but. just looks like a game to you, and you're right. kind of looking at it like, wow, Newport. I wonder what those <laughs> right. are like. Yeah. I remember that as a kid for sure, yeah. <laughs> Marlboro? Hmm. No, yeah. Uh, definitely. It, it's, it's crazy. I remember, like, the Denny's where I grew up was half smoking, half not smoking, but what the, what is the divide? It's like, there's, there's, right. no, there's no divide. It's <laughs> right. just like... Oh, yeah, the non-smoking. Yeah, smoking there's area. one lady sitting here and one lady sitting here, and she's smoking a whole pack, and she's not, and somehow she's supposed to be safe from that? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> right. Logic. Kind of crazy to think about. Anyway, you guys want to smoke some cigarettes? Let's go. <laughs> Um, appreciate I don't think any cool story starts like that. No, no one they time all I, do. I smoked a cigarette. Yeah, one day we were just kicking and smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. That's the whole story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. We just, we're just hanging cigarettes. out, blowing cigs, loud cigs, and drinking uh, white claws. Also, um, <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming on. Anything you guys want to promote or let us know coming out? Well, other than the nonprofit organization that we're going to get kicked off here soon. Do you have any personal questions, like? kind of music we listen to what kind of movies i don't know yeah, i don't think he gives a shit yeah no, probably not what kind of music you guys listen to? <laughs> i don't know dude i still listen to skinner's though I just, still oh yeah Respect. tell him about skinner Actually, she dated i told him oh okay missed it oh damn anyway she mentioned um, it real quick yeah but, yeah but you know um Actually, though. My nephew is, like, uh, raps a little bit. He's pretty big in Jacksonville. Oh, Slug yeah, my grandson. Slug a T. Yeah. yeah, he's big in Duval. Really? Yeah. Wow, I like the sounds he's of it. He's real good. I gotta cool, check man. him out. Yeah. That's fire. That's well, cool, he's locked it's up right now. It sounds cool. Really? Yeah, because him and a, um, you know, they get on, they go after each other with words on their music. He's in jail because of a rap beef? Yeah. Literally, dude, because of music videos, like showing really? guns in the music videos. So they're like, oh. You oh, might yeah, have had him on that. here. No, he didn't have Tyler on here. I probably remember, but then. No, he didn't have Tyler on here. Not not Tyler. Well, I'm going to look into this now. Oh, any yeah, any song that is intense enough that someone could go to jail for it, no. realistically, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. No, no, the other. Oh, what? People. They had Instagram videos threatening each other or something? Yeah, and then somebody in one of these uh, cities, I don't know where it was in, in the U.S., they did a whole thing on Duval with these. Um, because these were kids that played uh, Warner's Pop football together. Right. And now they're rappers rapping against each other, you know? And, yeah. And the gang squad coming to your house looking for your grandson over a video. Right. I'm like, what? That is crazy. They go straight from football to, like, and I'm online like, why can't gang you banging this, like it's the same why thing. Why can't you go get this gang that's coming back at them? They said, well, because they keep moving state to state and we can't catch them. Really? But I said, well, he can't because he's got an ankle monitor on. So he can't they should move. move to L.A. because all these rappers are screaming at each other online in, in L.A. Well, and the cops, the cops the cops, are basically like, if there's not a dead body, we're not showing up at yeah. this point in yeah. L.A. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Well, Duval's just feeling it. Right. They got and nothing else to do. No, they don't. You go to Florida and it's like, oh, shit, everybody Florida's getting arrested crazy. out here. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's no, there's no real crime. You yeah. come on vacation and leave on probation. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's the waiting room for God. Or go to heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause a lot of old people. I've, I've, I've gotten harassed riding bikes in Florida and just <laughs> been like, 
the cops being super aggressive and oh, angry, yeah. and I'm just hey, looking at him like, are. bro, know, like, dude. are you serious? Like, I wish you understood how the cops act in LA because it's not like this when it comes to riding bikes. Because bro. in LA, there's so much more real shit to deal. I literally with. have a possession of weed charge for a little blunt roach and like a tiny nug, oh, barely. My God. Like, and that's actually messed me up from jobs and stuff. What the like, yeah. Can I shout out crazy. my Instagram? Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, Frances- yeah. Francesco underscore G underscore Colombo. Just Francesco. And he's Gennaro out here repping Columbo. the McMillions I'm franchise. Yes. He's I was yeah. letting you know. It's cool. You should check it out for sure. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg was the executive producer on McMillions. Mm. And um, I believe Ben Affleck's getting ready to do a movie, McScam. Him and so Matt Damon. So it's going to keep going. Wow, that's Hopefully. interesting. I'd like no, to, man. No, yeah, they've, they've um, pretty much... Every good story now has so many different ways it can be translated. It yeah. could be a documentary series. It could be a movie. It could be a Snapchat documentary. Who knows? Right. Yeah. There's a lot to it to make it a good movie, too. Because mm. there's been not really a whole lot of good stuff out there. But If you see your husband being played as Brad Pitt, your ex-husband, how's that going to feel? <laughs> I don't think that, that would even... It's not right? Nah, He's not the Brad Pitt in the group? <laughs> I thought it was even wild seeing whoever yeah. that little kid was, you know, in McMillions that played me, like in the back seat, you know, crying and stuff right, and like yeah, running yeah. out of the I store with a purse. That. Yeah, there's a little kid that played me. The so like, shout out clips, little yeah. kid Frankie, whoever that is. <laughs> shout out to him. Yeah. Hmm. He's going to be a big actor one day. <laughs> I, I, I watched it. I watched it. It was just hard to watch me. Mm. I could, you know, a little too real. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, just, yeah. Can I talk about that for a second? Sure. Um, that's the one thing about the show that really broke me down. Because um, I didn't really. They kind of. I didn't have a warning about the accident. You know, being in the in the show, mm. I didn't know they really reenacted the accident like that. And right. that's something I've never really seen like that. So it kind of hurt to watch, but to see this like to see it, visual it was, reproduction of what really happened. Really yeah. intense. Um, they did a great job. You know, it was really dramatic in the way they left it hanging. Right. But now, man, they did it was call intense. me that afternoon to let, inform me. Yeah, we to talked let a little me bit about that it before. Mrs. Columbo was going to be the one mm-hmm. that they their right son before. was going to throw under the bus. Uh huh. But I told he him, had no right to do that. No, who? What son way. does that? He trespassed them from anyway, his house. Anyway, anyway, okay. I told them, um, look, I fought with them already twenty years ago over this. Uh-huh. I knew they did it. So I'm not going to back up. We're family again. We love each other. I'm not going to go back and let's fight again. You know, and they said, good. We just wanted to make sure you knew what you were about to see. So kudos to them for even doing that. You know, mm. I could have just not seen. They were good about that. But I guess not maybe the accident. I didn't see that either. There was parts I couldn't watch just because it was just too. I, I, I couldn't stand to watch Frank and Heather. Mm. They just. <laughs> For a second, I thought that Frank was the one you were coming with. And then Both I, of and them. And then I realized it was him, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's why we call him Francesco now. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used he, to just go by Frankie and like Frank, but no, no, I don't anymore. Because, yeah, now it gets confusing. Yeah. But I like Francesco. Yeah. yeah that's a cool name. Well, flair. Yeah, Some people don't like Gennaro. to say it, though, and I'm like, sorry, too bad. <laughs> too many syllables? I guess so. Francesco Gennaro Colombo. That's cool. Yeah, like it is it. a pretty name. Thank you. I'm honestly, man. I just want you to know, I really am happy to be here. It's oh, cool. Yeah. I watch your show a lot, so I appreciate it. Yeah, You're way cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so you much. You are. Hey, if you uh, are looking for some gangsters out here, I got a couple of them in the other room. <laughs> I can introduce you to some of my friends. I don't know. Um, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you Thank for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you so much. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check Number us out on one. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Thank you guys. Of course, man. Mm. Thank you.